Blog Talk Radio. Amen. And hopefully, Amen. Amen. There he is. Amen. He was on the air with me tonight. Amen. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into this word. We've got an hour and a half. Amen. <laughs> Bring you the gospel and the good news. Amen. This is good news Amen. and good tidings. Amen. That we are, Amen. we are soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Amen. 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 Now I understand. I understand what the old saints were singing. Amen. Those old old hymns, they were singing about going to be with the Lord. Amen. Going to be with our Heavenly Father, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. It's a blessing to be here, brother. Amen. Amen. It's a good feeling. It is a blessing to be here with so many things happening in the world. We are praying for you. We're praying for the lost, the the ones that are lost in this world. So many people lose their lives. And, you know, I think, brother, what, what's so amazing is that um, I don't know how, how how many people die per day now, but I know many, many years ago I looked it up online and said, like, uh, like somewhere between 150 to 200,000 people lose their lives per day. Now, that's what they say now. We don't know if that's more or less, but I'm quite sure that's about right because there's about 7.5 billion people on the planet, and that's a lot of people, 100,000 people to leave this world and to think that a small percentage of that number is going to heaven. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's just a fact. So many people losing their lives, young and old, and we must continue to pray for this lost world as we say. Amen. We want as many souls to reach the kingdom, to get into the kingdom before it's too late. Amen. Amen. Today, we're going to talk about some salvation, but before we get into salvation, we're going to come from Revelation. We're going to talk some in Revelation. Amen. I want to go, I'll probably touch on the the world powers is probably what I'm going to be touching on today. Um, We see some of the things that are going on. Um, the the United Nations, the nations of like uh, America, um, the, the United Nations, which is the European nations, yes, and also Japan, they're they're, they're trying to get Russia, Putin, to stop doing what he's doing. And we said this before. You heard the Watchman on the Wall say it. You've heard me say it. He's not gonna stop. He can't stop. Because he has an agenda. He has something that he is trying to do. So he will not, he won't stop. Amen. <laughs> He's going to continue to attempt to reach his goal. Amen. Uh, All right. You know, burying, uh, burying and just controlling Ukraine so that um, uh, he can reach other goals. Amen. So Amen. he's not going to stop. The sanctions <laughs> are not working. Uh, he's far past sanctions. Um, I mean, if you if you was talking about before he started the war, uh, before I think it was February twenty second of two thousand twenty two when he started the war, if you were to talk about sanctions that winter before that, uh, right before uh, going into the, the the spring of last year, talked about sanctioning him, or even a few years ago, but 
you know, it's hard to tell because no one really foresaw this soon that Russia was going to do that. Amen. Right. And so right. they didn't even know. It was just, it was just a, a thing to where they had been wanting the United Nations and the U.S. to back up from the borders. And the fact that, that the, um, the U.N. kept trying to push for Ukraine to join the United Nations, Russia said, you know what, we're not having it. You guys are up to something. You're already on our borders. You're already spying on us. And they just started, you know, they just, you know, just went to war. Yeah. And now have been at war. Listen to this. This is amazing. I didn't even think about this until, you know, just recent. Have been at war with Ukraine for now over a year and almost a half. Hmm. That is really something to think about. Yes, sir. You think about March, April, May, June, July, and August will be a year and a half. And I don't foresee him stopping. They're talking about no, sanctioning him. They're, they're no. talking about sanctioning him. They're talking about the way China uh, trade deals. You know, the, again, we are stirring at World War Three. The world is stirring at World War Three. Yes, it um, is. I, I, I can foresee China's not going to continue to have these nations to continue to say things to them because Russia's already, I mean, not Russia, China is already um, looking at the United States as far as war. Yeah. Uh, because they no longer want the United States to tell them anything. And you have to kind of understand. Now, I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong, but you have to kind of understand how they see things. America has called the shots, and Europe has called the shots for many years, but yet they have not been just. They have not been right. And so it is wrong to do wrong, but then want to tell another nation how to run their nation, especially when you have large nations like China, and China saying we we will no longer have it. Amen? So you also have America is trying to turn the African countries to their side, it's, it's not. It's not happening. Some of the African countries have already joined the BRICS, which is the, their currency. They have joined their currency, um, and so you see that that's probably more likely going to hurt the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar yes, already sir. hurt. Uh, you know, yes, they, they're squabbling. <laughs> they're squabbling in D.C. Uh, over money. They're giving out, and this is this is crazy. Giving out billions of dollars that we already don't have to Ukraine. We got people down here at the border down here in Texas, and, man, they are trying to get in. They're doing it. And now they're talking about sending troops down there to regulate us. First, the troops were just there just to kind of support, as they say. Now they're getting to the point where they have to regulate because you have so many people that's already coming in. They're already letting so many people in. They don't have nowhere to house these people. Somebody made a comment online and said that they need to send them to the states where there's hardly any people, like states um, like Idaho and and uh, what's the other states up there? The other two states, the the sister states. You got Idaho. What's the other one, brother? Um, uh, they're up there by, uh, up there by Idaho. Uh, let me see. I can't oh, think of uh, that. North Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah, yeah. North Dakota, South Dakota. It says hardly any people in them states anyway. Just send them all up there, which they do have a point. If you're going to bring them in, don't, don't, don't allow them to come to areas that's already struggling financially and overpopulated. I know down in Dallas, Houston, Texas is, is, is 
You know, we're we're being just flooded with people from California, Florida, you name it. They're coming from everywhere. And when I was a yes, scout sir. over a year ago, it was so many different lights in place. I'm like, Lord, everybody's moving to Dallas. Everybody's moving to Houston. And, and what people are finding out is what we've been knowing. There's, 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 there's oil there. There's oil money. It's just Texas. There's money in Texas. There's jobs and opportunities. There's space in Texas. Housing. Housing was all, has always been what we consider cheap compared to other states. Uh, you can get good jobs and, and cheap living. That has changed since 2020. There's so many people. They said over a half a million people have come here from California to Texas. That's a lot of people. Come on now. Uh, especially within a short period of time. We get it. We understand. You know, we're not saying that people are not welcome. Amen. Pray for the nation. Pray for these leaders that are making these decisions because a lot of these decisions are hurting um, the people of, of America. We, we are hurting right. here. Yet we are supporting other nations, and we're not saying let them be, but we're saying let some of these other countries spend their money, you know, because, as I said before, yes, sir. America yes. has always been always been a cash cow. That's what it is. It's a cash cash cow to Europe, to the to the to the so called uh government city, the policy, the um apostate system, which is we know what that is, the Pope. Amen. Rome. Come we know on that, now. That, that, on. that they have been ruling. Amen. I'm gonna let the brother say a prayer in a minute. Right, there's one Good more right. one Go statement and we're gonna come back and get to some teaching. They have been ruling Behind the curtains, for thousands and thousands of years, the Roman Catholic Church has been ruling and telling the world what to do. Why? Because they have been in control of the system. Come That's on it now. Yeah. It don't take, it don't take uh, a large amount of people or, or large leadership, amen, to run. Amen. What Amen. you have to understand is the people who are in control, this has been passed down thousands of years, thousands of yeah. years of bloodlines of secret societies. Come on, masonry. come on, preacher. Come on now. Come on now. Talk to me now. Tell the truth. Thousands of Tell years. The truth. And this is what it is. And you say, well, how is, so, how is only a handful of families, 13 families, only a handful of people able to run the world? Because of Lucifer. They have access to the God of this world, the prince of this Come world. Come on now. Adam and Eve gave up that control back 6,000 years ago in the garden, has given that control to Lucifer, and since the time of the beginning, the, the, the worship of Lucifer wasn't as organized back during the time of um, Noah and Enoch. It wasn't as organized. Come on. It existed. Come on. It existed, but it wasn't as organized. I was reading my little book on the two Babylons and how I was learning some things about um, Nimrod and his 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 his, his parental ship and how his dad how he learned things. Amen. We're talking about the Hamadic Amen. Amen. How he learned things um, and how he created this Babylonian system. So we're gonna get into that tonight. I'm gonna get to the brother say a quick word of prayer. Brother, go ahead and I'm going to take, all right, take over. All right, all right, all right. We thank the Lord for the opportunity. Go ahead. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the word of God, realizing the gospel will be preached. We thank you, uh, brother, for uh, uh, working Amen. on in here. And we work together and try to tell the world, whoever may want to listen, that Jesus Christ is coming again. 
And as we get into prayer, we want you to uh, settle down and listen to what the Word of God says, because the Bible says, how can you hear without a preacher? How can he preach unless God is in And I know Amen. God has sent Brother uh Brother uh, Jackson, Brother Tim, yeah, Brother Tim and Brother Bazaar to preach the gospel. That's what we're going to do. Father, we come to you right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Realizing there's no other man given unto heaven whereby men can be saved in the name of Jesus. We know it at the name of Jesus, every knee going to bow, every tongue can confess. Lord, as we work with your word, as we rightly divide your word, that somebody may be able to understand what thus says the Lord. Because we know that we're living in the last days. It's almost got to come to a close. Lord, we're going to preach with power, preach with love, preach with mercy and goodness, and we're going to preach with wrath as far as God is not pleased. He's not pleased with man. The way he's going on in the world today, and we're going to let you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall never perish but have everlasting life. In Jesus' name, we thank you. And that's our prayer for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, brother, go for it. Go for it. Amen. Thank you so much, brother, for that prayer. Amen. I want to call your attention before I start in Revelation 1. I want to call your attention to Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah. Amen. The 30th chapter, verse 7. Again, the book of Jeremiah, the 30th chapter, right. verse 7, about this last week. Now, I must read it. It yes. says, Alas. Alas. For that day. Amen. Is great. Amen. For that day is great, so that none is like it. What was Daniel talking about? What was Christ talking about when they referred to this day? This is known as Jacob's trouble. Amen. Amen. God was saved Jacob, amen, out of it. Amen. Yes, sir. If you recall back... um, during the children of Israel, when they went into the captivity into the uh, land of Egypt, and when the Pharaoh who knew Joseph died, and when Joseph died, that the Israelites no longer had favor under the new Pharaoh. In fact, the new Pharaoh was intimidated by them. He looked down on them. He looked down on them as herders, as sheep herders, as less than them. And because their numbers grew so large, he kind of, you know how sometimes people just fear things for no reason. I don't believe that Come the children on. of Israel would have imposed on them in, in a manner of violence, I don't believe. Uh, I believe that they were a peaceful people, as their father Jacob was. He displayed peace. Um, but for some reason, the Pharaoh, because the children of Israel grew so large in numbers, uh, he felt some type of way about it. So he said, well, we got to yes, do something about this. So he enslaved them. And if you know, just to make it short, how God freed the children of Israel out of Egypt. Amen. Yes, so yes, amen. He, he saved them out of Egypt. God has a way of delivering his people. Amen. And amen. so I want you to think about this. Again, we've talked about this several times. Um, that Who is this? In verse 7 of Jeremiah, the third chapter, is he referring to? He's referring to the children of Israel. Now, remember, this is not the church. The church was engrafted. So the church is not considered Jacob, Israel. 
Come Amen. on, now. Come on. The church is yeah. engrafted. Amen. We was another one. We was adopted into the family. And God said, because you are adopted, you are just like my son. Amen. But he still yes, loves God. Jacob. Remember what Paul said. If Israel be lost, Jacob will not what? Lose his reward. Amen. So All what right. does that mean? Amen. Because if you are, well, you, the, the children of Israel, they rebelled against God so much. Not all of Israel, but most of Israel would not follow God. Don't that sound familiar? Don't that sound familiar how the world is, how, how yes, narrow sir. is the yes, gate, is straight the way? Amen. So many people Amen. will go into destruction, but only a few shall be saved. That's how it's Come always on. been. Amen. The children of Israel would not obey. Amen. But there was always those who would obey and do the will of God. Amen. So we see that after the church is gone, 2,000 years, the time is almost up that the church is what? Going home to heaven. Amen. That's what Paul talked about when he said, I, in the times and seasons, I need not write unto you. In other words, I didn't need not you were. We are the church. We are Come going on. to be out of here. Amen. That's what Paul was saying. That's what Paul's referring to. That we don't need to worry about because we will not be here when for the great tribulation. No need come for on, you to worry. Come on. And as this day should come what? As a thief in the night. The warning was to those who were lost and those who were in the church who had not yet gotten it right. Does that sound familiar? And All words, right. Just because you were born of the house of Israel, you still needed to serve God. You still needed come to on. be obedient to the commandments and to the will of God. But there were so many that did not. And we know that any time that when you when you don't do what's right, God will purge you out. That's what he that's what he did. He purged them All out. All right. Amen. And he's gonna do the same thing, Amen, at the very end during the time of Jacob's trouble, during that last three and a half years, because why? Yes, sir. The Antichrist it, is going to Amen. he's gonna pursue God's people. Now, most of them will be saved. Amen. Some will not be saved. But those are going to be the ones who are going to finally realize who they are. Amen. But you know how some amen. folks are. Amen. Just like, amen. Just like Lot's wife. She was part of the family. She was part of the chosen. God had chose Lot's wife as well as Lot and his two daughters to leave safely. God's going to always give you a way out. Amen. But what did, but, on, but what did Lot's wife do? Lot's wife decided to turn around and look back. There was look something back. that she could not let go of in the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And Come because on, she could not let go of the world, she paid with her own life. Amen? Yeah. And we know that this has always been the case, amen, with the children of Israel, with people now today in the church, amen, and with Jacob as well. Amen. So Come we just on. want to make you aware, amen, of the scriptures. So now, with that being said, I want to go ahead and take a look at Revelation, the first chapter. I was just looking over some things earlier this week. And what, what I want you to be aware of in, in Revelation 1, let me go over it real quick. Let's just go ahead and read Revelation 1, then I'm going to go ahead and go into it. Okay, okay, God. I'll turn over to the brother. All right. Amen. I got about right, brother. almost go ahead. 10 minutes. Amen. Revelation 1. Amen. I can get that. Bear with me. There we go. There we go. Revelation. Revelation 1. Revelation, the first chapter, first verse says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, Yeshua, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants 
things which, which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, as you see, that the time of Christ's return is what? It's unknown. Amen. All so right. make sure we understand that. It is unknown, and we're going to deal with that in a little bit. And um, But we know he is what? Yet to return. We know that we don't know the day or the hour, but we do know that he is what? He is going to return to get the church. That's yeah. important that we understand. He's coming back. He wrote it to John to give to what? The seven churches. Remember, we're not dealing with Jacob, amen, Israel. We're dealing with the engrafted Israelites, which is us, the church. We are engrafted. We have been adopted into the faith, amen. Thank the Heavenly Father amen. for his adoption and accepting us as his children. Because why? We get to also partake. Now, now watch. I don't know if you ever noticed this, but do you know that when you are adopted into a family, most cases that family treats you just like what? Just like you on their own. They had you, yes, you baby, day one, day one from the hospital. You went home with them. They loved you. They treat, they feed you just like the other kids. Amen. They treat you like, like the other kids. You got a room just like the other kids. You got stuff in the room just like the other kids. And you got a roof over your head, and they love you just the same. Amen. You you don't even know. Yes, you don't even know. Yes, Amen. I want you to Amen. know that is our position as a church. You don't even know that you've been adopted, but you have. Amen. You've been adopted. Amen. We thank the Most High God for his love, his grace, and his mercy. Amen. For adopting us into the faith. Now, I want to call your attention to Revelation, the 22nd chapter. 22nd. 22nd chapter. Amen. I'm going to do a huge right. jump from the very first of Revelation. Uh, to the very last revelation. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Verse 7. Watch what John wrote. This is Christ speaking. He said, Behold, I come what? Quickly. 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 Amen. In a moment in the twinkling of eye, he's coming back. Amen. He's saying right. So now he's dealing back with the church again. Hey, behold, I come quickly. Final warning. Wake up. Quit playing games, get right church, and let's go home. Remember that old song? The see, I'm telling the old school saints, they knew what time it was. They said, get right church, and let's go home. I never understood yes, what that meant. I was a young man. I didn't know what that meant. Get right church. What they talking about, get right church? My daddy's always seen that in church when I was a kid. I didn't know what they talking about. Get right church, and let's go home. That's what he <laughs> yeah. said. Amen. Get yeah. right church. Let's go home. Come on, man. You go uh, to church. Let's go. Ain't no need you just looking like the like the church. We need you to be the church. Amen. We don't need Amen. you. Amen. It says, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the saying of the prophecy, prophecy of, this of this book. book. Amen. That's what the Amen. scripture says. Amen. We gotta keep the prophecy of this book. So if you go over to Revelation. The third chapter, real quick, amen, Revelation, yes, third chapter. Third chapter. I want you to take a look at this, amen. I want you to take All a look right. at Revelation, the third chapter, verse 10, and then yes, I want sir. you to jump, we're going to jump over to Revelation, the 15, uh, third chapter, 15th verse, and the 16th verse. But this, because why? This is important. 
Christ gave John to give this message to us. I'm we're, me and the watchman on the wall, Elder Bazaar, will bring you this message. We're letting you know that Christ sent the warning that he gave it to John, and John signified it through the angel to the seven churches to write to the church. What is going to happen? The return of Christ. Amen. Though it is unknown, it is to happen what? Soon. And we know right soon as we speak. It's going to happen soon. It's coming quicker than what you think. Amen. Nobody knows the day nor the hour, but we know that it's coming soon. Now watch what it says in Revelation 3 and 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience. So if you go back over to Revelation 22 and 7, and remember what he said? He said, blessed is he that keepeth the saying of this prophecy of this book. So what he's saying is because you have kept. Now remember, he talked to the church, not those who are, are, are the uh, uh, Israelites. He talked to the church. He said, because thou hast kept the word of my patience. See, now that word kept is past tense. Because you have done what is right, because you have confessed with your mouth, you believe in your heart, you go to church, you read your Bible, you study the word, you show love to everybody, you treat everybody with love, amen, you deal with things, you go through the, heart, the, the trials and tribulation of life, yes, sir. Yes, sir. amen, but you are, you are walking with Christ, amen. He says, I also would keep thee from the hour of temptation. We yeah. shall come upon all the world. See, this is why we know this is referring to the tribulation. And how people say that, that the saints will go through the tribulation has been a mystery to me for years. I, I don't get it, never understood it, don't, and, and don't need to understand. But I know that that's not right. Because how do we know that it's, it's talking about the, the tribulation? Number one, you know that you can't have revelation without the what? Tribulation. Amen. Yes, Let me yes, you can't have revelation without tribulation. That's how tribulation. we know that Christ is referring what he's pointing to as a future time of the what? Great tribulation that should yeah. come upon what? All of the world. See, if you, yeah. it, it could have been the time of, of the seventh, back during John's time, because you want to know why? The world didn't have the connection that it has today. Amen. The world wasn't going to and fro with knowledge back during the time of, of Daniel or Christ or John as it is today. Today, yeah. amen, we know the world is going to and fro. Amen. I'm about to return over to you, brother. Give me a uh, few more minutes. Amen. Yes, amen. Sir. amen. So then it says, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Now, watch this. We know what is this referring to? What did I tell you about over in Jacob? Uh, I mean, Jeremiah, the 30th chapter, verse 7. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, the time of Jacob's trouble. We know what he's talking about. Amen. He said, alas, amen. What did he say? For that great day, I mean, for that day is what great? What great day? Amen. The seven-year tribulation, but especially the time that's known as what? Jacob's trouble. The last three and a half years, which is the great. Tribulation. What's going to yeah. happen? First, see, this is how we know it's the great tribulation. What he's talking about in, the, in that that great day. Well, how do we know he's talking about the last three and a half years? Because the the Antichrist, the first three and a half years, what are he going to do? He's going to sign a treaty with Israel. Israel going to think they got Come it going on. on. Oh man, we good. We protected. We in good hands. You know that old commercial he said, "You in good hands with all state." But they going to think they in good hands with the Antichrist. But that ain't going to be the case. What's going to happen is the Antichrist after the First three and a half years, what's going to happen? Yeah. Amen. He's going to turn his back. 
Amen. He's going to sit in the temple and declare himself what? God. Wow. And that's one of the that three and a half years. And yes, last three and a half years, they say, oh, we know what? Then he's going to renege on that degree. Then he's going to go after the children of Israel. Oh, there you go. Oh, now, what's going to happen in heaven? Them veils, amen. We know that Christ is going to unleash, amen, on earth. Yes, what's sir. Yes, sir. Judgment and punishment on this earth, on the wicked, on those who, because we, we know the mark of the beast. We know what the Antichrist is going to say. He's going to say, you're going to have to receive the mark of the beast, the AI. You yeah, y'all see what they're able to do with the AI chip? The AI is so powerful. Come on, they come on. The AI is so powerful, they got this stuff connected to chips. They got this stuff that one girl was bragging about. She was an Asian woman. She was bragging about how she got the chip. and got her ID. She don't need no uh, credit card. She don't need no bank card. She don't need none of that stuff. It got all, she don't need no driver's license. She got all that stuff on this little chip. That's in our hand. I said, Lord, look at that. The world on the way we hit. Look at that. Look at it. Playing games, planning vacations, planning fish fries in church and church anniversaries. They ever plan, and they just don't know we are getting closer and closer. We're and closer, closer, brother. Amen. 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 I'm going to see what time it is. All right, brother. Go ahead. I'm going to come back. I'm going to touch some more on Revelation. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to come back. All right. I'm going to touch on that apocalypse. Done yes, sir. Go ahead. We're getting ready. We're getting ready. We're getting ready. We're trying to prepare for those that's in the church. We're trying to prepare the church, and we want the church to go tell the world. We want them to know this King of Kings and Lord of Lords, he's almost about to split the sky, and he's going to split the sky mm-hmm. for the church. In other words, when Christ comes back, amen, he's going to rapture, rapture. He's going to catch up. He's going to remove the born-again believers. The born-again believers are those that have repented of their sins and confessed with their mouth and believe with their heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And now we are born-again believers by faith. By faith, ye are saved, not by works, by the grace of God, not our own Come works, on, but the works, the works that Jesus Christ did absolutely on Calvary's cross is the only thing can save you. The not looks, not your money, not your fame, and not your glory. And the brother's hitting on something there that's really, really fantastic, and that was the time of Jacob's trouble, and he exactly right. That would happen in the latter part of the three and one-half years where Israel will suffer, amen, the hand of the Antichrist. And it's going to be like the time of Jacob's trouble, which refers to Jacob and Esau. Esau was trying to get rid of his brother, amen, because uh, Jacob took his inheritance and he sold his birthright. And uh, Esau was heavily after him, and and he had 400 men, and Jacob only had 70, and he was going to wipe out the whole family of Jacob, but God mm. saved Jacob out of, that cal- out of that calamity. And the same way, mm. in the latter part of the three and one-half years, when the Antichrist, the man of sin, the son of perdition, the old dragon, the old Beelzebub, Lucifer, all these names mm. of 35 names, the Bible gives the name of Lucifer, what he is. He's a tempter, he's a destroyer, he's a robber, and he's a liar. And he's out to do what? He's out to destroy those that what? He don't have. The ones that he don't have is the ones that's been born again. The ones he has. He ain't worried about it. But the ones he have on his own power and under his own fruit, 
uh, on his own influentiality, he's trying to keep them from recognizing the word of God. That's Apostle right. Paul said, preaching of the cross, preaching mm. of the cross to those that perish, those that's going to hell is foolishness. People who mm. consider the cross foolishness, they're on their way to hell because preaching right. of the cross is the power of God into salvation. Preaching of the cross is the only salvation that men's souls can be saved. You cannot be saved by any other salvation but the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only way. So Satan says, if I can get those that I don't have and keep these that I already have, I can control the world. But you know something? He's fool enough to control it, although he can't he can't condemn everybody because a lot of people are getting saved right now. A lot of people are dying, going to hell because they rejected Jesus Christ. You, you're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised the next day. Now, i tell you the one thing you ought to do. You ought to consider your soul. Think about your soul. Right. Check your soul. Look at your soul and, and, and ask God, Lord, this soul is yours. This soul is yours, and I know I got it, but it's yours. And my soul needs to be saved, S-A-V-E-D. You need to come to Christ. We need to come to Christ. We are absolutely living in the last days, just before the return of Jesus Christ. The time of Jacob's trouble is not far away. And the time of Jacob's trouble is when the world will come under the full, full influence of satanic power. I know Satan has majority of the world lost. I know he's trying to control the world and he will give a he will have an opportunity to control it for about seven years and the last three and one half years he will have full control. He will have power over the economical system, over the religious system, and over the political system. And the brother mentioned about the Illuminati. You know who's running the world today? The Illuminati. The Illuminati are wicked, wicked people who are going under the influence of Satan, trying to use Jesus as their scapegoat, but actually they are demonic demons that's controlling humanity. Check the what? Check the Bible. The Bible says every man, every baby that's born, every child that's born, every individual that's born is born in sin, born lost, lost, don't know who God is. You want to know who is, what is a sinner? A sinner is a person who don't know God. I ain't talking about head knowledge. I'm not talking about a good feeling. I'm not talking about shouting something. I'm not talking about the money. I'm not talking about the clothes you wear. Uh, that, that's, that's no sign of true salvation. The only true salvation that you can acquire is the Bible says you know, you know that you have passed from death to life because you love the brothers. That means that you love the world just like God loved the world. He don't love the activity of the world, but he loved the human beings of the world. And if you've been born again, you love every human being on this planet. And the only way Amen. you can love every human being on this planet is through the power of Jesus Christ. Because God Amen. loves everybody. Uh-oh, wait a minute. You mean to tell me when you get saved, you love everybody? You better believe it, brother. 
You love the black man, the white man, the Chinese, the Jews, the Russians. You love them. Why you love it? Because God loves you. And if God loved you and saved you by his grace, everybody else that wants to go to heaven, wants to see Jesus, wants to live forever, going to have to come to Jesus Christ. And when Jesus Christ saves your soul, guess what he receives? You receive the love of God. If a man That's say right. he loves God, if a man say he loves God, if a man say he loves God and hate his brother, he is a liar. You cannot right. love That's God it. and hate your brother. Uh-oh, wait a minute. You mean to tell hey, me that out there going to hell because they talking about Come they love doctor. God and they hate their brother. You can't That's hate right. I don't hate the Ku Klux Klan. I hate that ideology. I don't hate mm. the white man. I don't hate the black man. I don't hate the mm. Jew. I don't hate nobody on this planet. What I hate Amen. is the ideology and sin and uh, uh, debauchery that they're worshiping false gods. I hate false right. gods. I want them to know the true God. And the true God is the one that created the heavens and the earth. The true God right. is a lie. The true God has no beginning and has no end. The true God is the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The true God is the one that came down here in the flesh and gave himself a name, and his name is Jesus Christ. The true God is God Almighty in the flesh, all in the flesh. He was born as a child, but he was given to the world as a son. And when he was given to a son, there's something that had something about that giving that son. What you mean? If he gave a son, that means that son is eternal. That son was not born. That son was given. And since it was given, it's showing the deity of Jesus Christ. And the child was born. And when that child was born, he was laid in a manger, wrapped in swallowing clothes. Well, who was that? That was God Almighty. I'll take a pause there. That was God Almighty in the manger. That was Christ. That was God in the flesh. He was he was he, he he was born and he stayed on this earth thirty three and one half years. And guess what he did? He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He cast out devils. He walked on the water. Turned the water to wine. He fed five thousand with two fishes and five fishes and two bottles of bread. He healed anything that came in his way. He healed people when people just touched him. He did all these miracles. But if he wouldn't have died for the sins of the world, the whole world would go to hell because there was no sacrifice. Oh, yes, they did. They used animals and turtle doves and goats in the Old Testament, but that was a type of shadow. That was to let you know that some blood had to be shed that had power enough to save man, that had power enough through the Holy Spirit to live in man. And Jesus Christ was the only man that died and came back from the grave and shed his blood. And when he shed his blood and came back from the dead, he had power enough to what? To live in man. This is what I'm saying. Live in man. Amen. Jesus Christ lives in me, walks with me. Tell me that I'm on. How could he do that? He died. He died as a man. He died as a, as a human being. But it was God in the flesh. And by him dying, as a, 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 the, the, the physical death, 
That physical death gave him power enough to resurrect himself from the dead. And when he was resurrected from the dead, only one man could do that. Only one deity could do that. Only one God could do that. And that was God Almighty. And since he was God Almighty, now the fountain is open. The blood has been shed. And now the sun has to come below the flow. And when he that blood is shedded in his heart, oh, my God. Woo, you're talking about a change. He can take a old whore mongrel, old whore mongrel. You know what a whore mongrel is. A whore mongrel is old, a fella, amen, that's whoring out the women. He sells the women. Amen. He goes with the women. He gives uh, uh, gives his body over to them. That's a whore mongrel. He's a skirt chaser. And we got a whole lot of them in churches. Churches, uh, uh-oh, look, uh-oh, uh, did I say that? Yes, it's happening. We got a whole lot of liars. We got a whole lot of backbiters. We got a whole lot of gamblers. We got a whole lot of drug addicts. We got a whole lot of homosexuals and lesbianism. We got a whole lot of incest sin that's going on in the world. Don't you know Jesus Christ died for that and he became what you are, and by him becoming what you are, you can be set free from sin, death, hell, and the grave. Oh, you don't have to go to church to get saved. You can get saved right there in your living room. You can get saved down in your bedroom. You can get saved down there. Oh, my God, you can get saved in your basement. The only thing you've got to do is confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead to save what? Oh, wretched sinner like me. Oh, wretched sinner like me. And when you get saved from when you get saved from sin, you're gonna tell somebody. Woo! You're gonna let the world know that I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm living for God. Don't you know Jesus Christ is coming back? Don't you know he's been gone for two thousand years? Don't you know every two thousand years something happened? Don't you know from Adam to Abraham two thousand years? Don't you know from Abraham to Jesus Christ for 2,000 years, and don't you know from uh, 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 Jesus Christ to now, today, to, uh, 2023, it's 2,000 years. Don't you know the timing for Jesus Christ to come back is any time? Woo, this year? This year, not next year. I'm not looking at next year. I'm not making no predictions because I don't know what hour. I don't know what day, but I do know the sign. I do know the reason. I do know the season. I do know it now because let me tell you now, the next feast day that's coming up, that's going to be this year, is in June. What's that feast day? That feast day is known as the Feast of Pentecost. The Pentecost is the feast day that represents the birth of the church. The church was born on Pentecost. Jesus Christ sent the Holy Ghost back from heaven after the 40 days on earth and then the 10 days in heaven on the 50th day. He sent the power of the Holy Ghost, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting, and they all was filled with the Holy Ghost. And when they came out with the Holy Ghost, they began to speak in other tongues so the other nations could understand what they were preaching. Well, what were they preaching? They were preaching Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and that he died and rose again, and that he was coming back again to get a church. And that was in the early church. And in the early church, they thought Jesus Christ was coming back just after the uh, after the birth of the church but it's been 2000 years it's been a long time it's been a lot of months it's been a lot of years it's been a lot of days it's been a lot of seconds it's been a lot of minutes and seconds and hours but let me tell you we're at the end of the time because the next pentecost is coming up it's june the is is may the 28th may the 28th will be pentecost and that Pentecost 
represent the birth and the incision of the church. That when that's when the church was conceived. A hundred and twenty people were saved on that day, and from that day, three thousand were saved in the same day that they were saved, and they began to mm-hmm. preach the gospel until 2023. What you talking about? A lot of people say, well, I'm Pentecostal, I'm Baptist. Well, I'm all of them, because number one, the name of the denomination don't make you see. It takes the blood of Jesus Christ. It takes That's the right. love of yeah. Jesus Christ. It takes the redemption plan of Jesus Christ. It takes the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It takes him coming back again. To get what? A blameless church. A church that's Amen. ready to go. I'm ready to go, Paul. I'm ready to go. I ain't holding back nothing. On, and this Pentecost, this Pentecost is coming up. Let me tell you something. I'm going to give it over to the brother. This Pentecost is coming up. Represent right. the birth of the church. Now, I believe this. This is me now. I, I, it's not in the scriptures, but I believe on the day of Pentecost, I believe there's going to be a ground-to-ground war breakout. I believe that. Now, if it don't happen, hey, but I do know that there's a war going on right now in Jerusalem. There are six nations bombing Israel around the clock every day. And they... Israel is getting tired of bombs falling on them, and they're preparing for a ground force to go into Gaza and wipe these missile sites out. I believe the heathen nations and Hamaya got a plan to make an attack up on Israel on the day of Pentecost because they know that the day of Pentecost was the birth of the church, and they know that the Jews are in what? They're in about Jesus Christ. The Hamaya is in about destroying. And I believe on that day they would try to make a ground attack, but Israel is going to be ready for them. And this is what? This is the sixth, this is the fifth, this is the fifth feast day that's been fulfilled and going to be fulfilled. And I'm going to close with these two. The the next three. The next three is the day of the trumpets or feast of the trumpets. That happens in September. September is the feast of the trumpets. The feast of the trumpets represents the rapture. Oh, yes, it does. It represents the rapture of the church. In September. I know you're startled. I know you said, I can't believe it. I know you've been talking about it for the long last 57 years. Y'all been talking about this rapture, this rapture. But let me tell you, we're in a time now that they tell me the Feast of the Trumpets is the next feast day. And after that feast day, 10 days later, it's called the Feast of Yom Kippur. The Yom Kippur represents the second coming of Jesus Christ. It represents the earthly return of Jesus Christ when he comes back on the top of the Mount of Olives on Yom Kippur. That would be seven years after the rapture. Oh, look at here. Seven years after the rapture, Amen. that's the seven-year tribulation, on the Yom Kippur, Jesus Christ will be standing on this earth because he's going to split the sky and come back with the church and judge the Amen. world in righteousness. And then you have the Feast of Tabernacle that represents the millennium reign because when Christ comes back from uh, from heaven with the church, he's going to settle the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. Okay. That's how it works. God is a God of what? Order. 
and God does things in order. And every feast day, every feast day has been fulfilled except three because it makes it seven feast days, seven seven years of tribulation and seven feast days, seven candlesticks, seven angels, seven bowls, seven seals. Oh, man, that seven is awesome. That seven is awesome. And guess what? We're getting ready to enter the next feast day. We'll be feast of what? Feast of Pentecost, the birth of the church. Four months later, four months later, Feast of Harvest, which is the Feast of Trumpet, when the end gathered. The end, the September is the day and the month that people go in their gardens and they begin to gather up their fruit that they have been growing for the last four months. It's four growing months of seasons. And there's 2,000 years growing months of the church. Now the church is almost ready to be harvested. In other words, God said, I almost got my church, but I got a few more to, uh, to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, and I got a few more months for growing season. And when the growing season is over, guess what? Feast of Rosh Hashanah, Feast of Trumpets. My friend, Jesus Christ is coming. Don't let nobody fool you. You're not going to hear this in the church. You're not going to hear this from preachers, not in some churches. They don't even That's know right. nothing about this. They don't even see this. They're scared to get into this. But I'm, I've been in it for 57 years. And, brother, what you call been in for 25 years, uh, 27 Amen. years. I know he's up there. And he's been preaching the same thing, the Feast of Trumpets after the Feast of Pentecost. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready for a war that's coming up in the next four Three to four months. Get ready for a war. And that war will break Amen. out. And when it break out, it's going to break out to World War Three, And World War Three will come to a head in Ezekiel, the, to the 38th and 39th chapter of what? Of Ezekiel. That's when Russia, Russia makes an attempt to conquer the Middle East. And the church will not be here. Amen. Come on, gone. We will be gone. We will be observing earthly affairs when we get to heaven. We'll see exactly what the word of God said was going to happen. And those, those that will be left here will have to face the Antichrist. And the Antichrist will rule the world. And this is the, t- this is the last time Satan will have an opportunity to try to conquer the world. Hitler tried it. Mussolini tried it. All the dictators of the world have tried to conquer the world. And Satan said, I got one more opportunity. And guess what? Majority of the world, sad to say, majority of the world will follow the Antichrist. Not that God predestinated you to go to hell, but because you made the wrong choice. You like That's the right. party. You like the peekaboo. You like the jigga jiggaloo. You like all that old world that matters. You like to have fun, 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 fun. Like money. You like sex. And you said, I ain't got time to repent of my sins. I'm going to go and do what I want to do. But one thing about it, don't wait too late. Because if you miss the rapture, you will definitely have to face the Antichrist. And if you face the Antichrist, you're going to have to have a choice. 
Either you can accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, or you reject Jesus Christ and accept the mark of the beast. When you, once you get the mark of the beast, once you put that computer chip in your wrist or in your hand or on your forehead, once you get it, you're damned. You cannot be saved. You cannot be saved. So don't, don't, don't take the mark. If you be left here after we gone and you heard this message and you heard about the computer chip and you heard about the, uh, 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 the, 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 the head chopping and the guillotine, once you start hearing about that and it's demanded that you receive the chip, whatever you do, whatever you do, run like hell. Run like hell. I'm telling you in love. Run like Amen. hell because if they catch you, right. you're going to have to have an alternative to get, receive the guillotine or you receive the mark of the beast. And if I was you, I'd put my faith in Jesus Christ and receive the guillotine. Because if you receive the guillotine and put your faith in Jesus Christ, guess what? The minute your head drops onto that basket, your soul will take flight into the glory of God. But the minute you receive that mark of the beast, you can have all the buying and selling you want. But one thing about it, you will never, 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 never be able to receive salvation. Your soul will be damned. That's right, please. Whatever you do, repent of your sins. Whoever listening out there, I know this sound. This sound kind of crazy and off the wall stuff, but this is Bible. This is this is God's word warning you and telling you. And if, if, if nobody ain't telling it, but 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 me and brother, what you call? I won't tell it anyway. I, the world Amen. can against me. The world can spit at me. The world can kick me. The world can do anything it wants to with me. I'm going to tell you exactly whatever you do. Please don't go to hell. Come to Jesus Christ. You need him, whoever's listening out there. You need him right now. If you're going to church and you're not hearing this, you need to say, Lord, save my soul now. Because I don't want to believe nothing that you didn't say from somebody else. If you know your Bible and know Jesus Christ, if you don't know your Bible, you ask the Lord to give you strength to open up your eyes so you can see what to do if you miss the rapture. Because so many people ain't going to know what to do. And I'm telling you what to do. The first thing you ought to do is repent. If you know you don't miss the rapture, repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and tell him to save you right there on the spot. But uh, the Bible says whoever confess and call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is Ella Bazaar. This is uh, uh, brother, brother Tim Jackson trying to tell you something. We Amen. love you out there. We, we, we want to see you right. get saved and sanctified. So when that trumpet blow, amen. Now pay attention. Pay attention to a, a feast of uh, tabernacle. I mean, feast of, uh, of uh, Pentecost. Amen. Because it's coming up in a few days. You know, we're next week, the 28th, the 28th of uh, May. Amen. The 28th. That's, that's the day of Pentecost. That's when the church was born. And ever since then, the church has been on the earth. But after a while, it's getting ready to leave. Be there. If I don't see you here, I hope to see you in glory. Go ahead, brother. Work it out. Amen. Amen. All right, now. Good word. Good word. Amen. Back to the word. Amen. Brother, we've done what we can. We're going to continue to do what God has called us to do until either he calls us home until he soon comes to get us, the church, to go back. Amen? 
Yes, Amen. Sir, Thank God for your word. Amen. Thank you for being here on the show with me. Amen. We will be back on the air tomorrow. Amen. Yeah, 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. 5 o'clock. Uh, five East o'clock. Coast, 4 p.m. Uh, Central Time. And if you're on the West Coast, uh, 2 p.m. Amen. Amen. Back to the word. Amen, Amen. brother. Amen. The brothers are giving some good words, some good scriptures. The time of Christ's return is unknown. Amen. I want to share this scripture with you coming from Matthews, the 36th, I'm sorry, Matthews, the 24th chapter, verse 36 and 37. It says, but of that day and hour, know it, no man, no, not the angels of the heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the son of man be. All Amen. right. Brother Faith. Amen. We have to wake up. Amen. People are going about the, the daily business, the daily lives, amen, as you should, but not without Christ, amen, amen. We, we on, live our lives. We're not, we're not sitting in my room, amen, waiting for Christ to come back or sitting in my backyard <laughs> in a lawn chair waiting for him to amen. come back. I'm still living life, amen. But I am also watching. I'm also ready for him and preparing because he, if he was to crack open that sky today, amen, amen, come he on, was to crack open that sky right now. And you best believe and better know, I would be ready to go back with the king. Amen. I know come the on, elder, Amen. He was to come back. He's ready for the king to return to get the church. As he said, get the church. All blemish. Amen. And the only way that you can have a, a seat at the table and, 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 and be without a spot, wrinkle, or blemish. It's through the blood of Christ. You got to come through Ooh. salvation. Like the brother said, you must confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Once you do that, that's all you got to do. Like the brother said, it, it ain't about works. We can't do no work. You can't work your way into heaven. Amen. That's, <laughs> you can't work your way. It's by grace and mercy. It's a free gift. Amen. You can't work your way into heaven. Amen. The only way to Christ is through the blood. Amen. The blood, amen. brother. So, amen. You best believe it. Amen. So I want to I want to call your attention back over to Revelation. Go ahead. Amen. Yes, Revelation, uh, the 15th verse. Amen. I'm going to touch on a little bit what the brother said. Revelation 3 and 15 and 16. This is what it says. I said, it says, I know thou works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou was cold or hot. And this is Christ talking. Now, why would he say that? What he's saying is, I'd rather you just, if you're going to be out in the world, if you're going to be cold, just go out in the world. Don't be posing in the church like you're a saint, like the brother said, knowing, knowing, that, knowing that, that, that you're cold on the inside. You don't show no love. You ain't confess with your mouth. You ain't believe in your heart. You don't love nobody like the brother said earlier. Amen. If you say that you love God and hate your neighbor, man, there's going to be a lot of disappointed people on that day. Woo! A lot of people. You better believe it. You know, I, I go to church with some folks. They're like they're holier than thou in the church. But man, in the church. Soon as they get out of church, they don't want nothing to do with you. They don't want you. They don't want to bother you. They, I'm like, man, these these probably be the saints of God. Amen. I'm telling. I've been in some churches, man. Folks act so stuck up. That ain't the love of God. I don't care what nobody. That ain't the love. Don't, 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 you, you ain't got no bad day every day. You ain't got no bad day every Sunday. I see you. That's just you, and you ain't got the spirit of God in your heart. You can't possibly have a love of God in your heart, and you got folks that act that, that 
They don't want nothing to do with you. They look at you sideways. Hey, man. <laughs> Come on, but man. They, yeah, brother, you know how it is. Hey, you been yeah. in touch with these so-called saints. Amen of God. They ain't saints. They ain't. <laughs> they, ain't they ain't no saints. Amen. Because the, the Spirit of God won't allow you to mistreat one another. That is, that is just not the Spirit of God. Amen. That is the Spirit of the devil. And this is what Christ is saying. I would you, I rather you just go on back out in the world. Go on back Come to on. the clubs and the bars. And Come on. Just go and do your thing. Amen. Stop coming in the church acting like you love God when yeah. you don't love God because you don't even love your neighbor. You can't stand the fact of some of the people you, that, that you're in church with. Amen. Some of these churches got only got a handful of people, and you can't get along with nobody in the church. Come Lord on, preacher. Amen. Birth. You better know it, brother. You know I'm telling the truth. Are you telling the truth? Amen. I, I still deal with it to this day. I said, Lord, do these folks not know that, that the coming of Christ is getting closer and closer? And they every still day. the same way. Yeah, Same-ish. brother. Every day, every hour. Come on. Amen. Every minute. Every yeah, minute. Acting the same. They don't want to show Acting no love. The same. They don't care about one another. They backbiting, talking about one another. But they're supposed to love God. They Amen. love God. Verse 16 says, So then, because thou art lukewarm, Come and on, neither preacher. cold nor hot, Come on. I will spew thee out of my mouth. Amen. Come on. Understanding and interpretation of this scripture is that because thou art lukewarm, amen, because you are not cold, amen. In other words, you, you, you're not out really out there in the world, but you're not really a saint. He's saying yeah, that on, I preacher. see you out. In other words, I'd rather have nothing to do with you. Why? Because you're causing a stumbling block in the church. Amen. Come on. You got folks confused about salvation. Do you know how many people come to church? And not got saved and didn't want nothing to do with church people or church anymore because of how church people, so-called church people act in the church, they were yeah, cold, they were the one warm, one loving. I, I've been to churches, the families come in, they come up for prayer and everything. We we try to preach and teach salvation, and you got some folks in the church that just look down on people. You can't yeah. people like that. People can feel when you when you don't like them or when you mistreat them, amen. Come on, preacher. Come on. That's not how we. That's, that's not what we're supposed to be like. Uh-uh. The church is supposed to be warm and loving and inviting. Show love. Show show. Thank people for coming into the church. We we want to appreciate people for coming into the church. And church is not a place for position and stats. Act like you better than everybody to yeah, look down on, on others. On. That's not your opportunity to look down and mistreat somebody. That's why a lot of people turn their back on the church and don't want nothing to do with church folk or the church period because the way that the church has treated. Like the brother said, amen, God ain't really totally happy with the church altogether for the past 2,000 years because you got so many false uh, teachers, false preachers. Teachers and liars, yeah. Amen. You got folks preaching. I had a preacher one time say, I heard somebody say, a preacher said, if you ain't part of the church of God in Christ, he don't believe that you're going to heaven. No other church is going to heaven. I said, what type of mess? You ain't saved by your denomination. Let's get that straight. Sure. Your, your say, that affiliation, say that again. Your affiliation, you was not saved by your denomination. Nor your affiliation or your denomination will not put you into the kingdom of God. That is not going to save you. You must humble yourself as a little child. You must be humble and come to God and confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. 
Yeah. I repent of my sins. I'm sorry for yeah. what I've done. Come into my heart today and save me. I want to be saved. I don't want to be lost, Heavenly Father. I don't want to be here when the great tribulation starts. I don't want to die and go to hell, and I sure don't want to go to the lake of fire and brimstone and perish all eternity. With all those demons and Lord, fallen angels and Lucifer and all the lost souls, all the screaming and hollering, you want to deal with that all for all eternity? Lord, have mercy. Have you would be surprised. Amen. You would be surprised at the people who have heard this gospel, who heard these words, heard these yes. things, and have scoffed at it, have scoffed laughed at it. at it, and say, yes. oh, that's a bunch of smoking mirrors. I had a guy tell me, oh, brother, that's a bunch of smoking mirrors. I said, brother, I pray that you get saved so that you won't find out that it ain't smoking mirrors, because I can guarantee you. It's going to be some smoke, but it ain't going to be no mirrors. Yes, it's going to be fire brimstone. Amen. Yes, so you better get it right. Why you can? Why you still have this shit? Get your life right. Give your soul Lord, to God. Give your yeah. soul to Christ. It, he, it, this is the winning side. Winning side, amen. brother. The winning side, amen. I, I'm going to get back to my scriptures, amen. All right. Get back to my Going back over to Revelation, amen. I believe I was at verse 1. Now I want to call your attention, amen. I think I already read, yeah, I read it. Uh, Matthew, the 24th chapter. Verses um, 30, 36 through 39. I already read that. Amen. 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 Y'all already read that. Uh, let's let's read uh, Acts. Let's go to Acts, the first chapter. Yes, sir. Amen. And what we're dealing with is what is, is the church. Amen. Remember, Christ wrote Revelation to who? The church. And to reveal to the church the things that was going to happen in the latter day because Christ knew it was going to take Jacob, Israel, to go into the tribulation to turn them from the Antichrist and from them not believing that he is the Christ that had already come. See, the people who are Israel, they don't, Jacob, they don't believe that Christ has come. Amen. Exactly. They don't believe that they don't. They don't believe that 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 they are the chosen. Some of them don't believe that they're the chosen people. Because Israel's scattered all over the world. It ain't just over in, in in the chosen land. Israel's all over the world. There's a lot of people who don't even believe that 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 they're God's chosen people. But God's going to call them back after the church has been raptured. After yeah. the church is gone, God is going to open their eyes. See, and a lot of people don't think, oh, this antichrist is for us. Look at us. Hey, look, look at it. He's taking it for He's making laws that favor us, that's in our favor. We finally got a break. Amen. Jacob, Jacob's going to believe we finally got a break. Uh-huh. But after that three, three and a half years, he's going to turn his back. He's going to come out to Israel. Amen. So this right here that I'm talking about is for the church. We're trying to get the church ready. Amen. <laughs> come uh, on, preacher. Amen. We're trying to get the church ready. Uh, Acts. Uh, the first chapter, and I'm going to read verses 6 through 8, I believe it is. Let me get over there real quick. <laughs> I have a hard time my Bible today. Mm-hmm. Acts, the first chapter. Acts 1. Well, give me some All right. Ah, there we go. Nothing like glasses, fresh, cool water. Amen. <laughs> Acts the first chapter. <laughs> Amen. 
Acts the first chapter, verse six through eight. This is what it says. It says, When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? So remember, even though this is all in the books of Acts, what does this refer back to? Matthew right. the twenty fourth chapter, verse three, which is known as the Olivet Discourse. Let's go there real yes, quick. Sir. Amen. And you will see a parallel in scripture or what the scripture said. Matthew 24 and 3. What does it say? And he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be? And what shall be sign, be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. What it said. It said, and then, then what did Christ say? And then, Christ said to them, he said, take heed. What did he say? The answer said to them, take heed that what? No man deceives you. Amen. 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 So, so you see the parallel in scriptures. Amen. They wanted to know. Amen. He said, um, will all at this time, will you restore again the kingdom to Israel? Amen. They wanted to know something that was what? Going to be beyond their time. They want to know the same thing that Daniel wanted to know. When was this going to be? Amen. But it told Daniel what? Daniel, go and stand in your lot at the end. Amen. Go and rest. Go and sleep. Because in other words, it was telling Daniel, man, you got a long time to go before this comes, before this happens. Come on, preacher. Amen. You, won't even, you won't even be here. I mean, you'll be long sleeping in your grave. Amen. Remember, the saints is known as rest. We The yes. saints ain't dead. They are sleeping no. because if the saints are dead, amen, I mean, Christ is not risen. But we know that Christ has risen. So the saints are actually what? Sleeping. sleeping. That's why Paul said, amen. <laughs> while Paul referred to it as sleep. Because the saints, sleep. amen, they out in the grave, they resting. What are they resting from, brother? Don't you know that every day that you stress, that you work, your body's weak. Yeah. You don't know because when you're so used to it, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you have a sore. Like like I have this this um, I have I had surgery on my knee, brother, and it gets sore. Sometimes my legs swell, and because that's not a normal thing, and because I've had it so long, it, it's become normal to me. But it's not normal, amen. But Come on. I just deal with the pains that I have in life, amen. So it's the same thing with stress. We've just become so used to being stressed and blood pressure high and all this stuff going on. Come on, man. We just, we just take it as just normal. Don't you know that that's not normal? Don't you know that if a child feels pain, he's going to say, Mama, Dad, my arm, my leg hurt, because you want to know why? He's not used to it. It's not normal. Amen. But when you get old, you go through this life, you, you deal with work, you deal with being on your feet, you're abusing your back hurt, whatever it is. It becomes a normal thing. Don't you know that that's not normal? Did you know that it was not, God did not create man like that? We were created, what, in peace to rule and not have pain and suffering and stress. Mm -hmm. Adam didn't have all that before he ate from the fruit. Eve didn't have mm -hmm. no pain, suffering, and stress before they ate of the fruit. Don't you know that every single day, all of them, look at Brother uh, uh, brother Bazaar. He's been on this earth almost for 80 years. Brother said he was cutting down some limbs, some branches, amen, still working. 
Amen. Don't you know that that's not what God intended for us to work and to, to talk and do? We only did that because of disobedience. God yeah. gave us bread. He gave Adam rest. He gave yeah. Adam rest. He said, Adam, go and subdue the world. Adam had it easy. He ate fruit. Amen. He named the animals and the, the, yeah. the creatures of the world. Amen. He, he ruled the earth. The earth was his. Amen. And that's what God is going to do when he come back in that thousand years. He's going to restore man. In other yes, words, he is, brother. when you yes, die in this world, your body is resting from what? What is it resting from? It's resting from pain, stress, yes, suffering, <laughs> heartache, amen, disease, everything. That's right. But say everything. 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 You are brother. resting in your grave. From everything, from every little thing, every little bit of stress, turmoil, people picking on you, mistreating you. And, bro, you know we deal with it the same. We get mistreated. People, people know when you're a child of God because you don't act so, like the rest of them. You don't cuss and carry out. You don't talk about people behind our back. You don't do all that silly stuff that the world do. So they know there's amen. something different about you. Amen. I have people tell me all the time, well, there's something different about you. Amen. It's the, it's the spirit of God. They know, they know when you are, they know when you Israel, amen, they know when you are God's chosen, because you don't act like the rest of the world, and so sometimes the world want to give you a hard time for nothing, but God said, I'm going to give you rest, amen, so I want to finish this, 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 this verse right here, amen, verse 7 of Acts 1, All right. and he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times all the seasons. Don't that language sound familiar? That sound like the same thing that Daniel was told. Amen. I believe it was an angel yeah. told. And you don't need and you don't need to know. You go hey, this is you gonna be long sleeping in your grave when this time comes. And don't you know, here we are now, two thousand all about I think it was twenty six hundred years from Daniel and now we yes, are two thousand yes, years. Exactly. And here we are. Here we're almost there. The question that the disciples asked him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? In other words, what he, see, what the Israelites thought when Christ first came, they was expecting him to restore the kingdom to Israel. Come on, preacher. But he said, no, I came that you may have life and life yeah. more. But he came to save the world. He said, y'all need to be delivered. Amen. <laughs> Talking about restoring the kingdom. Y'all need to be saved. Amen. Yeah. He came to save my soul. And now, soon, and very soon, after the tribulation, he's going to restore the kingdom to Israel. For a thousand years, we're going to rule on this earth with Christ. Amen. Come on, preacher. Amen. Amen. Let me see how much time I got left. I got to leave a little time. Go ahead, okay, brother. I got a little time. Go ahead. Amen. Watch what it said. It said, it is not, brother said, and he said, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. Amen. Now, we showed you in the verse that it is the power of God to say when he's going to send Christ to get the church, and then we will know after the church has been, what, raptured? We know. Yeah. We, yeah. Know, we know, but see, only God knows when he's going to initiate that. That's the one mystery in the history of time to where time is unaccounted. That's where it throws everything out because we don't know when it's going to end. And kill Christ, come back and get the church. And then we say, Oh, now we know we got what? Seven more years. Then we're gonna come back with Christ down to earth. He's gonna put an eagle, make all his enemies his footstool, and then we're gonna reign with him for a 
thousand years. Then after that thousand years, Satan's going to be loose for a little bit, and he's going to be cast into the lake of fire. Then judgment, the great white throne judgment is going to happen. Woo, man, that's some powerful stuff. This is smoking, brother. We preach some smoking powerful stuff. And, man, you better know it. And then, then, see, now, let me show you something. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. Let's go to First uh, Thessalonians. Go ahead. Chapter. I'll show you something. First Thessalonians. The fifth chapter. There it is. Water's good. It popped right open. First Thessalonians. Fifth chapter, verse 1 and 2. Now, this is how you know that there's a separation between the church and Israel. In other words, what I'm saying is that the church won't be here going through the tribulation. Because Come on. Let's prove all in the Bible. It says, it, Christ said, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. Now, you hear, you, you hear that, right? Time yeah. and what season? You hear the language. Now, watch what Paul said over in 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 1. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. In other right. words, when it, when it takes place, it, it ain't no need for the church to be concerned. We won't be here. Amen. They, they didn't need to know right. because why? Amen. We're alive in the grave. We won't go through this great tribulation. We will be what? In heaven. Amen. We will be Come in on, heaven. Preacher. Amen. At the Bama seat and then at the Lamb's Supper. Amen. We Come need on. To be here. Amen. We don't need to concern ourselves. That's what Paul was saying. What's with verse 2 of 1 Thessalonians 5 saying? It says, For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the, in the night. Yeah. What is the day of the Lord? The great tribulation, that seven-year period. That's what it's referring to. You remember we talked about uh, Jeremiah, the third chapter, verse 7? And yes, he said, that day, amen, what is it talking about? It's talking about, he's referring, it says a day, but it's referring to the seven-year, the seventh week, Jacob's trouble. Come on, preacher. The great tribulation. The tribulation yes, and the great tribulation. Lord, have mercy. Come on now. Talk to me. Come on. Woo! The tribulation and the great tribulation. Lord, have mercy. Amen. So no. what, what was Paul saying? What was Christ saying? You don't have to worry. Amen. You don't have to worry because you're saved. And if you notice right here, verse 8, Acts, Acts the first chapter, verse 8, watch, watch what it concludes. Watch what it's going to go into what Christ said. Last, he said, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Come on. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Now, watch this. Now, this verse is very powerful because it's talking to to Jacob, Israel. Then it's also referring to the church. Amen. Because why? As Paul said, as Christ said, the times and seasons, amen, he told them, don't concern yourself with it, right? Amen. But then he said, but you shall receive power. Now he's referring back to who? Israel. He's referring to the church. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is what? Come upon you. He's talking to the church. And you shall be witnesses what up unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria, and unto the uttermost part, part of, of the earth. 
This is yeah. Amen. Amen. Don't you know that it also goes for the what? 144,000. Don't Come you know on. that the Holy Ghost is also going to be working? Because you want to know why? Uh-oh. Let me show you some more scriptures. Come Amen. on. Folks, they both think I'm making it up. So you're ready to turn back over to the brother. Go over to 2 Thessalonians. <laughs> Amen. 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter. I got to show you something. Come on. Amen. 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, verse 7 and 8. Amen. No, I'm 6, 7, and 8. Verse All 6 right, says, And know ye now what withhold it, that's the Holy Spirit, that he might be revealed in his time. Amen. So right now the Holy Spirit, the only thing is keeping the, the Antichrist and all this, this, this that's going to hit the earth for the seven-year tribulation. But watch this. For the mystery of iniquity do already work. Only uh-huh. he who, know, who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. Now, why? All right. Now, the Holy Spirit will be taken out of the way to allow certain things to happen, to take place on the earth for the seven-year tribulation period. But he's not going to totally leave because you want to know come on, why? Come on. He's going to be on. there for the 144,000. Amen. And then shall that wicked be revealed. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. See how the Bible, these scriptures, man, that that scripture, it contains so much in just a few words. It just told you about about how it's going to be, that the wicked is going to be revealed. We're talking about the very first of the tribulation. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. That's at the very end of the tribulation. And shall destroy with the brightest of his coming. That again, at the very end of the tribulation. There's some powerful stuff. I am praying for salvation for 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 the for the folks. I'm going to turn back over to you, brother. Amen. We are praying for you guys. We are here not for no shape, form, or fashion. Amen. We don't get no money for this. Amen. We we get out. We got our rewards coming in heaven. We just come on, preacher. Come on, don't man. You know Tell it. Out there when one when one sinner repent, all of heaven rejoice. Don't you know yeah. that we get a good report when people get saved? Amen. That's what we want. Amen. Take it away. Look here, man. You bad. You bad. You bad boy for the Lord. I mean, I'm talking about. I'm talking about good bad. You letting the devil know you 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 don't lost this case. You lost this case at Calvary. You lost this case and you was cast out of heaven. I'm talking to old Lucifer now. Amen. Don't you think he? He he's got a telephone in hell. Uh, it's a hot phone, but he knows what's going on top side. Hey man, he's the Prince Power of the Air. He can hear my voice. He can hear brother what you call boy. And he said he trying to tell he trying to tell his angel now we need to shut these boys up. Hey man, cause they they, they talking too much. They talking the word of God. That's only that's the only way we can conquer Satan. That's the only way we can reveal the Satan is through the word of God. Because the word of God will show him out. And I'm letting you know now, brother, we're in that time now where 144,000, about you talking about 144,000, and the Holy Spirit will, will, will drop back a little bit. It will still be here because 144,000 will be sealed with the Holy Spirit, and the two prophets will be sealed with the Holy Spirit, and they will preach for what a, a, a seven-year period. Uh, the 144,000 will preach the first three and one-and-a-half years, and the last three and one-and-a-half years, the two prophets will preach. And they will Ooh. preach, and they will preach until they will preach until the world will say, Stop my ears. 
I'm tired of hearing about repentance. I'm tired of hearing about this Christ. I'm tired of hearing about the resurrection. I don't want no salvation. I want damnation. And guess what? If you want damnation, reject Christ. If you want damnation, reject Jesus Christ. Don't, whatever you do, don't reject Jesus Christ. Please don't reject the man. God gave his only son. God can't do one thing. He can't get another son. God can't get another son. He only got one son, and that one son is him. He manifested himself in the flesh and came all the way down through 42 generations, and he didn't even stop at Jupiter. He didn't stop at Pluto. He didn't stop at nowhere but the third planet, third planet from the sun. He stopped at Earth. And since he stopped here, he dropped by down in Bethlehem of Judea, stayed here 33 and one half years, gave, gave up the ghost on the cross, and said, it is finished. And he's coming back again. And he ain't playing pinochle, he ain't playing bingo, he ain't playing hopscotch, he ain't playing with nobody. He ain't, he, ain't, he ain't never played with man. He ain't never put him in a cradle and rocked him to sleep. He said, now I'm going to rock you. I want you to meet my rock. And Jesus right. Christ is the rock. And if you meet Jesus Christ, you're standing on a solid rock. Don't be standing on them false religions. Don't be standing on that old crackpot preacher. Amen. Amen. Stand on Jesus Christ because he's the only one. That's that right. came back from the grave with all power, heaven and earth in his hand. Now, you better bow down to him. And I say, bow down to Jesus Christ. If you bow down to Jesus Christ, you have a repentant heart and call on the name of the Lord out of a sincere heart, guess what? He'll save your soul. That's oh, right, my amen. God. You only got one soul. One soul. You ain't got two. You ain't got three. You ain't got no temporary soul that can go out. A lot of people think when they die, they just go and disappear. No, that's a lie. You ain't going to disappear nowhere. Rich man, right. rich man in hell didn't disappear. He might have disappeared on top of the earth. <laughs> he stepped out of hell and, and, and saw Abraham. And when he saw Abraham, Amen. he said, hey, give me some help. Abraham said, I can't help you. Don't be like that man. Don't be like that rich man. Don't be like him. Please. That's right. The Bible says Jesus Christ got open arms. And he's standing at the door in Revelation. Right. Last church, Laodicea. Brother Talk got a right. Laodicea church. He's knocking at the door, the door of your heart. He's knocking. Every day he's knocking. Right. And he's knocking. And you know you know what's a dangerous thing? When he stopped knocking. When he stopped knocking. And you know, there's a lot of people, God been knocking on their hearts ever since they were born. And they haven't answered the door. They haven't answered. And they won't, they won't let Jesus come in. They say, man, I got too much living to do. Well, you ain't got no living to do at all because the time you live is a short breath in the, breath in the nostrils, and then you dead and gone. That's right. Man born of a woman has few days to live, and they're full of trouble. Life is so short. It's like a leaf on the tree. It's like grass that grows up and withers away and goes on with the dust. Don't go to, don't go, don't go to the grave without That's taking right. Jesus with you. Don't go. Before you go to the grave, tell Jesus to come on into my life. Amen. And the only thing you've got to do, Apostle Paul said, if you just confess with your big with your big mouth, I can say that. I, it ain't in the scripture, but I'm putting it. I ain't adding nothing. But you got a big mouth. You all talking about everything else. And Amen. you don't talk about Jesus. Everybody's mouth get quiet. You can talk about anything. Everybody got their mouth all wide, gapped open. But say something about Jesus, or oh, they get quiet. Well, I ain't going to get quiet. Jesus. Jesus, right. Jesus, Jesus. 
is my all in all. And he can be your all in all. Pastor Paul said this. If you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. When he comes in, he might not come in like a whirlwind, but after a while, that whirlwind will stir up. You might not be flipping. You not, not, might speak in tongues. You might not do none of that. I would say you know you passed from death to life because the love of God done entered into your heart. And you know that you know that you know you belong to God because you don't hate no more. And that's what God can do. Take all that hate out of you. And put mm-hmm. the love of God in your heart. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is coming back again. Somebody out there needs Jesus Christ. You can do this. You can lift up your hands right now, wherever you are. Fall down there by the radio. If you're driving a car or whatever, stop on the roadside. Pull on the side. Bow your head. And tell Jesus Christ, Lord, come unto my life. Because the world is on its last leg. It's on its last leg. We're getting ready to get out of here. Right. World War Three is on the verge. World, the, the, the speculation of the war is going over in Jerusalem called the Ring of Fire. There's six nations right now trying to uh, ramsack Jerusalem. Lord, I'm that's right. going to that, that's gonna ignite, ignite World War Three. And Russia right now is in trouble. They need some more men. They need more ammunition. They need more horses. They need more weaponry of, of non-proliferated atomic bombs because they don't want to bomb Jerusalem. They want to march in. And take the city. Mm-hmm. There'll be a line wonder. The Temple Mountains getting ready to get ready for the temple. Oh my God! Jesus Christ is coming back again. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I'm sorry that I've sinned against you. Lord, I confess with my mouth. Lord, I believe with my heart, the intent of my heart, that you actually, realistically, uniquely died for me. Amen. He was put in the grave. And you got up on the third day morning with all power in heaven and earth in your hand. Come on into my life right now and drive this horror spirit out of me, this lying spirit, this backbiting spirit, this slopeful spirit, this spirit of unbelief, and let me call on your name. In Jesus' name, I pray. Church, say amen. Come on back tomorrow night, 5 o'clock. We got some more good stuff to talk about. We got right. some stuff to talk about that's really happening in our lives today. We can see it every day. God loves What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.